0: Welcome back to another roundtable My name is Adam with me Once again I have Rusmin Hello Victor Hi everyone Thank you so much for joining us And happy new year, Welcome happy, to new year. happy new year Welcome to 2023 Yeah, yeah. Yes. And 8% GST <laughs> Singapore <laughs> In yeah. Singapore yes. So it's great to have everyone back I haven't seen you guys since uh Last year. Yep, it's been a while. (laughs) Yeah, so we had a good break. (laughs) Uh, went on our own holidays, did our own stuff. And we're happy to be back because now we're going to talk about stocks as we always do in the new year. In 2023, what we're going to expect. So at this roundtable, we're going to cover a few things that we kind of like were watching out for in This part of early 2023, man, some micro stuff, some micro stuff as well. And how this will affect, you know, the stocks and industries we're looking at. So we're gonna cover that, we're gonna share that with you today. Hopefully you can pick up some ideas and maybe, you know, do a bit of your own research as well. So maybe just a recap, I'm not a recap, I guess. So, you know, looking forward, you know what do you think is going <laughs> to happen or we expect to happen in 2023?
1: I think um, most people actually look at interest rate nowadays, right? Yeah. So the Fed, it's going to increase the rate again, but mm-hmm. the height will not be as far as compared to last year that we are seeing. Okay, yeah. because inflation is actually coming down slowly, and mm-hmm. I think by second half of this year we should be able to see inflation is of pretty. Okay. Well, um, it really depends on yeah.
0: the economic data that they correct. get, right? Yes,
1: yes. Yeah, but because we are comparing with last year where mm. things were at all time high, okay? And if you look at that, some of the commodity prices, lumber and uh, shipping rate, always come down by than 50%, even for the crude oil prices, mm. right? So, um, but if we know the inflation will be lower as compared to last year. But of course, it will be still high, mm-hmm. yeah, right? And uh, that's why FED is trying to raise the rate. Uh, and expected to raise again in 2023. Okay, so with higher interest rate, of course, things are not going so well for REIT's real estate Investment Trust because they have been punished badly in 2022. Mm-hmm. Uh, most REITs have underperformed the market. Most of them are actually down. And yeah, because of the higher rate, uh, no, a lot of people are actually yeah. expecting that they have to pay higher interest rate to the bank. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that is, you know, if you look at one binary option, uh, that, that would be the direct impact on that. Okay, but what People usually miss out is that you know with higher rate, high, typically economies are actually doing well. And if you look at the around the world, um, you know we are opening up, the China is opening up, and yep. that will benefit uh, consumption, right? So that will drive and boost the economy. Of course, with inflation around the corner, uh, you know it's it's kind of a bit tricky. Mm-hmm. Right, yeah, in that situation, okay. So, REITs have been actually sold down quite extensively. And if you look at the valuation for Singapore REITs in terms of price to book, all right, and histo- historically, there has been trading at a band of around 0.85, you know, price to book to as high as about 1.2, 1.3, thereabouts. So, this is for the overall. Yeah, over the last uh, okay. ten, 10 years, right, and okay. now we are looking at the price to book for the REIT sector at about zero point nine. Okay, okay, which is at a historical low band. Okay, mm. which is telling us that the REIT sector in Singapore are actually generally very cheap. Mm. Okay, and this is basically the market is pricing all the bad news, the negativity that the rates is going to continue to high. Uh, of course, the low was in October of 2022. Okay, and recently there has been rebound, but now we are still at a quite attractive uh, valuation yeah so i mean this is a sector to um, not going to recover quickly uh in 2023 because of the uncertainty towards the rate high and the inflation uh but it's a sector where i think uh, it's become more interesting to me because when i look at the whole sector a lot of uh, bits are trading at a very attractive valuation mm-hmm. yeah of course you need to look at those streets that are financially very strong right and like you know their gain ratios are reasonable we forty percent. You know, interest rate coverage has to be above three times, which we typically look at, right? And of course, some of the loans they are, some of the risks they have, they are floating loans. that actually. Uh, exposed to this uh, f- uh, no, higher rate hike. Okay, so I mean, the JP Monger did a research on that and I think they actually list down you know, Suntech will be uh, the one that are impacted the most with, for every uh, one percentage uh, rate hike, you know, they will be affected. Internal not only be about 8.5% and then you can see from the table in front of you, right? Then the second one is actually capital rate will be impacted the most. Okay, so typically we look at those rates that are loans mostly are fixed. Mm-hmm. Okay, and uh, recent rate hike may not affect them as quickly as this year. Okay. Yeah. Probably a few years down the road. Yeah. 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 Got it. So basically,
0: yeah. you're taking this as an opportunity that the high interest rates have kind of like dampened investor interest in interest, REITs. Yes. So valuations have come down which down. is a great time to actually look at REITs. Look at REITs. because yeah, quality quality REITs, good yeah, yeah, the yeah, good ones. The good Quality ones. Because <laughs> <laughs> I think we've covered before that REITs tend to do well in terms, you know, there's a oh, co- right. positive correlation with actually interest rates actually. Yes, yeah. yeah. So, but then of course there's going to be some uh, dampening at this point yes. Yeah. And yep. when people kind of like lose interest and then there's the time to basically get yep. in if you, you want to yes
1: that's what Warren Buffett always said right? you yep. buy when others people are not buying right? yeah. <laughs> so
0: REITs yep. are one sector we are to looking look at, at I think yeah. we look at REITs all the time because yes. they are a great uh, income yep. uh, stock for many for many of us Yes. alright yep. so that's for REITs uh, and then of yep. course
1: on the opposite side you have, we the have, banks. We have the banks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I think the, the banks,
2: were, they are really set to perform in 2023 because of the rising uh, interest rate, right? So even though the interest rate slowed down to like 50 basis point in the previous round that they increased mm-hmm. and investors are expecting a 25%, uh, 25 twenty uh, five basis point uh, moving forward, right? Uh, even though it's a slowdown, but it's still an increase in the interest rate for the, the banks. And also, if you look at all the uh, three local banks in Singapore, they have been increasing uh, net interest uh, margin and they're expecting that the net interest margin will continue to increase for the 2023 mm-hmm. and that's that's what they expect to perform. So so if you look at Channel News Asia over here in this article, they also says that uh the credit card interest rate and fees are also going up for the banks. So mm. not only you have your housing loan interest rate going up, you also have your credit card interest rate and fees going up. So, so banks are tend to be much more profitable in such an environment of rising interest rate, right? Then we, we then we look back at the three banks that we have in Singapore, your UOB, DBS, and OCBC. If you, in terms of book values, right, um, I think. The OCBC will be much cheaper because they are still traded below their ten-year average, whereas the OC, uh, UOB and DBS, right, they already traded above the one-standard deviation, right. It may seem expensive, but then if we were to look at the dividend yield of the banks, right, they are still getting about four percent in terms of forward yield, mm-hmm. right. Because the because of the rising in profits, like the banks are rising in their dividend also. So so that's why the the banks valuation, I will say that, uh, especially OCBC is still uh cheap at this current moment also. And okay. Uh, investor can consider
0: looking at them. So you would expect them to raise their dividend? Yes, of course. the banks? Yeah. Okay. Because of the rising profits. Also. All right. Yep. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, you. You, would you sell? You wouldn't, right? I, you w- I wouldn't
2: sell the banks now because a lot of people are asking to sell yeah, the the banks right now. Oh. But then I think there's more uh, upside, juice, okay. you know, Upside, you know, juice yeah. coming for you to just take advantage, advantage of, yeah. right?
1: Not yet. The keyword. Yeah. All right. So no recommendation <laughs> to buy or sell anything.
0: This yeah. is just our, opinion, our personal opinion, personal yeah, opinion, yeah. Uh, and what we think. You know, the yeah. how interest rates are going to affect yeah. basically reits and Correct. banks at this point. I think. Yeah. I
2: think banks it's more attractive to sell if, if the yield get very low you know, below mm. 3%, 2 point something percent yeah. then you can consider and they are traded above once they have the of the book uh, then th- when these two criteria hits I think that's then you can consider lo- uh, looking to uh, part right. out your position. All
0: right. right. So uh, we always look at banks as well uh, yep. some of the most stable investments in Singapore and if there's any news about that you know what we think is going to happen yep. we will give you another round table about yep. Singapore yep. banks yep. Right, so look out for that. Uh, so we've covered REITs and banks in Singapore yep. Yep. anything overseas I think mind. the
2: next thing uh the next place that we want to look at is, you know, I think the biggest news is uh I think the late last year actually China actually announced they're going to reopen their borders, right? Mm-hmm. And they're gonna drop all those COVID quarantine by January 8th. So now I think a lot of the Chinese uh they are they are expected to rush out of the country. Okay, right? well, with all the yeah. but the rest of the countries are doing a lot of restrictions for all these Chinese tourists and all this. Also,
1: yeah, those are just temporary yeah. restrictions. Yeah. Right. Okay. And also
2: yeah. uh, you, you also can see a lot of the um, spike in uh, COVID cases in China because they just literally just open up. Okay. Right. And and that's a very interesting thing, right? Because when people punish the Hong Kong market, right, at that point of time last year, right? It's because China is still lock locked down, you know? Okay. But right now, right, with China opening up, right, and the catalyst already happened already, and you can look at the Hang Seng uh, index, right? They are still traded like right, one standard deviation below, below one standard deviation valuation, right? Mm-hmm. Less than one time, uh, book value for the whole market itself, and they are still traded also below the ninety-seven valuation. Nineteen
0: ninety-seven. Nineteen ninety-seven.
2: because okay. previously last year, due to the very bad sentiment, they are traded way below the ninety-seven valuation. Okay, mm-hmm. right now they are going back up close to the 97 valuation, but it's still uh, very cheap right now, despite that we know that China is, is, opening, is up. opening up. Okay, I think there's still time for people to digest uh, the China market because of the spike in the COVID case and all this. Okay. So I think there's a lot of uh, Chinese um, companies that, that give very, very good valuations, or even Hong Kong companies that give very valu- good valuations that people can uh, consider, look at them. I think I think the first thing that we we can go where is very famous in the Hang Seng Index is I th- or the Hang Seng Market is, I think, is the Chinese, uh, Chinese tech. Yeah,
1: right. I think yeah. So this uh, Chinese tech, it, I mean, recall that late 2020, uh, there was a, I uh, know, Group suspensions of uh, IPO, right? We they wanted to did a, do we did an IPO discussion on En Group, and then it was suspended subsequently, and that was the start of the whole Chinese tech crackdown, right? Throughout the. Late 2020 and then 2021, whole 2021, and also spill over to, to early 2022, All right? So the valuation for Chinese tech was actually very very depressed, okay? And there was you know tons of news finds, bad news fines, and uh, and even the US also threatened to delist some of the Chinese companies that are listed in the US because they couldn't access the audit. Yep. File, okay and all this has been no is off and I think you can see that some of the uh, the recent uh, news of the Ch- uh, US site the P PCLOB, okay but uh, the public company accounting oversight board have actually managed to get access to some of the audit documents of the Chinese company so the listing I would say the distinct uh, fear of Chinese companies actually now has been lowered. The probability of them being listed actually is very low because mm-hmm. Chinese government decided to let them yep. access the audit file. But then right. now a lot yeah. of the Chinese companies are
2: already listed in Hong Kong. Okay. okay. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Okay.
1: I mean, we have been, you know, Always looking at the China, uh, Hong Kong side rather mm-hmm. than investing through the U.S. side, okay, because of that that risk. Okay, so that actually kind of may get off the risk. But the mad news has been over, basically. That's what I'm saying. Okay, and of course, uh, there are also a lot of regulatory, uh, you know, ease off. And in, I think this year the government has come out saying that you know they will support tech, Chinese tech. Mm-hmm. Okay, and they no longer call gaming as a spiritual opium, okay. right, which they did. Yeah, uh, that was quite
0: a strong language. Strong <laughs> language. That was in 2021,
1: yeah. 2022, right? Where we, a lot of people start to, you know, deem yep. Chinese. As uninvestable, yeah. Right. yeah, and they already start approving the games right now, already. Okay, yeah. So there was a huge batch of games was approved in December of 2022. Mm-hmm. So that uh, kind of like you know, give you the signs that um, things are easing off, uh, and the listing risks are, you know, it's almost I think going to disappear pretty soon. Although that is going to take three years of audit work they need to carry out. Okay, so with all the with China opening up, okay, and I think a lot of good news will start to spill over in 2023. And because 2022 was a bad year yep. for all the Chinese tech, and if you compare 2023 result financially for some of these Chinese tech, I believe, or I rather I expect actually things to be better as compared to a year ago. Okay, mm-hmm. when they were fully impacted by all the regulatory crackdown, the fines, all the bad news, and slowdown, lockdown. You know, mm-hmm. so 2023 will be a year where I think I will see we will see a lot of recovery. Okay, given that their valuations are very depressed, we may start to see a potential PE, uh, no, re-rating, mm-hmm. right, back to the, uh, the old days.
0: Yep. Yeah. all right so i mean china is something that we've been covering for a few years actually yes. yeah. yeah so and i think yeah, yeah go ahead
2: yeah in fact i think just the news only just came out only like the alibaba uh the chinese
1: government actually approved alibaba for fundraising Okay. Yes. The, for the
2: end group oh, end okay group, yeah, yeah. Okay. alibaba's end group for fundraising
1: and that was the start of the crackdown crackdown yeah. they yeah. stopped the fundraising like the yeah. ipo now yeah. they say okay yeah okay to go ipo it's okay kind of like you know you're yeah, back to the first day. So, yep. like uh, so things seems like getting, getting back on track. Yep. Yeah. yeah, And of course this Chinese tech is of course that we have already covered are uh, things that we look at and there are many mo- more stocks that we can't cover everything, right? Yeah. For example, with Chinese opening up, China market opening up, of course travel, will Benefit the yeah. most, right? Yeah. I mean, there has been a uh, revenge tourism. Even without China, the whole world is traveling. Yeah, I mean, I myself look at my calendar. I plan out my trips for 2023. Already, oh <laughs> <So, laughs> that's fast. <laughs> and um, I look at my family. Everyone is talking about you no know, travel. Yeah, right? yeah. So that yeah. is the sector yeah. where if you are if you own airport related stocks, yep. or. OTA or online travel agency companies I think likely 2023 yep. will be a very good year for, for them yeah also yeah. traveling okay <laughs> <laughs> I, just uh, yeah. <laughs> I just came back I just came back I'll travel again as well yeah. yeah
0: okay so I mean that's in Chinese tech uh, do you have any anything else in China that you're looking at as yeah, well? yeah
2: I think uh, in Hong Kong you, we Uh, we can also look at uh, this company called Pico Faiz, right? So this company basically do exhibition business, right? Because of the COVID-19 pandemic, their exhibition business is affected. But if you were to look at Pico Faiz, the majority of their business is still in China, Mm -hmm. right? And some of their business is in Singapore. But if you look at their financial numbers, right? During the uh, COVID pandemic when they hit, right? They are still EBIT positive, which means that their operating income is still positive at that point of time Mm -hmm. when the COVID pandemic hit. Because in China, they managed the COVID uh, very well and they recovered from very fast, uh, recovered from the COVID pandemic very very fast mm-hmm. at the point of time when they do, uh, when they lock down the whole countries and all this right, but then uh, the, the share went up and after it, it, it went back down because after that China locked down again,
0: mm-hmm.
2: right. So with the news of China opening up back again, right, I think we can expect this company to actually uh, recover the exhibition business to continue recover in in China and this company will definitely benefit. But if you were to look at this company track record right, uh. Despite, uh, they are being affected, right? Their profit is being affected. They are still paying dividend hmm. during the, the days, uh, they they didn't, they didn't, uh, cut off their dividends, right? They just, uh, they just reduced their dividend. Dividend, they are still paying it. And if you look at the dividend track records, right, they have been paying very consistently increasing dividends for the past ten years, hmm. right. On top of that, if you look at this company, their net cash is about 30, Net cash minus debt, right, is about thirty eight percent of the total market cap. And they right now are trading like below their book value. I think about zero point seven times. Mm-hmm. Right. And there's, I think there's a lot of upside to their earnings when the uh, exhibition business start to kick in and come back and all this,
0: right? All right. Uh, so this is uh, one particular company that you're looking at. You're uh, One particular sector and company that I'm looking at. Yeah. Okay, because China is gonna open up. Uh, I yep. mean, we've been t- talking about tech a lot, but this is one in the exhibition space. Yes, correct. Where yep. if, you know, if China handles its o- reopening well enough, yes, we can yep. really expect this to just kind of like I guess boom.
2: Yes, correct. Because I I I think that uh be, people are still not looking at Hong, the the Hang Seng index, right? Mm. Like I told you, the, the the Hang Seng index is still traded at very low valuation, but people are not looking at it. Okay. Right. But uh the catalyst already happened. China is opening up. All right. right. They are they are accepting you know endemic in their life right now okay. because they think that the disease is not that life threatening anymore, right? Okay.
0: Yeah. I'll be curious to see how China handles this reopening. Yep. I think Chinese New Year that's coming up is a good. I guess litmus test of how yes, things correct. are going <laughs> to happen. Yeah, and if, and if it carries on, I guess, you know, the reopening is here to stay in yes, a sense. So hopefully they don't lock down again. Yeah. yeah. yeah.
1: I think they will get herd immunity very fast, right? Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. And without, you know, I think hopefully this pans out well. Yeah. Yep. So, but this is one company, Pico East, that you are looking at. Because yes, based correct. on its track record, you basically went through its. Uh, financials, yes, its business model, and it still did relatively well during, during the, the pandemic. pandemic. Yes, correct. So that's why you're looking at this. So yes, if it's correct. doing pretty well, yeah. you know, during bad times. Yeah. Uh, good times yeah, yeah. should do even better. Yep. Okay. Right. So, uh, not a recommendation to buy or sell again. This is just basically your own <laughs> research. Please do your own due diligence. this Is something that we're looking at. Yep. So that's for you. Pick yes, that's for me. Yep. All right. So, anything else, guys, that you were kind of like? Oh, I just
1: think at? that 2023 be a yeah. very interesting year. Okay. Uh, yep. Things are. Pretty much looking very good for the whole world. Hong Kong market
2: for to the
0: moon. (laughs) 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 All right, we'll see how it goes. So again, um, you know, investing is basically managing your risk. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. You know, putting your your bets in the right places and all that stuff. So 2023, I think uh, a lot of things. I think it's going to be, you know, the threat of the recession. Interest rates are still on the mind. Yeah. Yep. Inflation is up. I mean, I was ordering, like you're saying, bank cards, uh, charges yeah. are going up. My pizza price went up as well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so yeah, it's $2 more expensive. Yeah, my kebab price is still going but up. Everything's very yeah. Inflation is real. Yeah. Uh, I've talked about chicken rice as well. So, I mean, yeah. So a lot of things are going to happen. It's going to be an exciting year in 2023. Yeah. Uh, and we look forward to it. I mean, there's so many other things that we haven't covered. I think we haven't talked about US today. I think we'll yep. probably do another roundtable on that. Yes, yep. uh, yeah. But right now, we're kind of like looking at, these uh, sectors, uh, this this early part of twenty twenty three. Yep. All right. So I hope that was uh, very helpful for you. I mean, uh, looking forward to the new year as well. and see how this all turns out yeah happy new year happy new year (laughs) (laughs) so welcome back uh thank you so much for joining us uh we're really happy to have you back again so my name is adam that is Rusmin. thank you thank you thank you so much for being here once more uh you know if you like this round table please hit the like button tell us we're doing a good job of course any questions about anything put them in the comment section we'll answer them for you and subscribe to our channel maybe more round tables coming up in 2023 we really want to share them with you as soon as they come out so thank you for watching and we'll see you around again